0: This is Moneyline. This is Moneyline. 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 Touchdown! This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Yeah, we made it. you just talking. talking. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy 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 the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Lights, camera, action.
1: Hello, world! Welcome in, it's Super Bowl Sunday! And we gotta drop the boom! We're in studio. That's the statistician, my partner in crime at Josh Jordan 97.5 is where you can find him on Twitter, Josh Jordan. What's
2: up, Jerry? We made it! Another Super
1: Bowl, and we got some bets for you today. As you say, we made it. There's a sniper at the window, and I feel like I'm about to get shot. Uh! <laughs> the bookies are sending the hitters out for us, but hopefully it doesn't happen on this show. Hopefully, we can bring you two hours of action packed, prop filled. Uh, chili-induced, whatever you want to bring to the table. The phone lines are open for you, 713-780-3776. My man Sean Mates behind the glass, keeping us in check for the next few hours. Anything you have to get off your chest, it's that day. It's Super Bowl Sunday, the moment that you've been waiting for all season, and now it gets here, and you have to enjoy it for what it is, because after this, there's no more football. There's no more pigskin. It hurts. It does. It hurts. It's it's lonely. The next week, you'll be wondering what to do with your life. Next Sunday, you'll wake up and you'll say, what do I what do? I do? Uh, any chores? Any, anything I need to paint? Any, any ceiling fans I need to change around the house?
2: Go to Home Depot or Bed Bath &
1: Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> Put on your Sunday suits and go to Sears. Ugh. Whatever it is that you have. Enjoy it for today. So we're not going to start like that. What's wrong with me? I'm trying to mess up Super Bowl Sunday. Let's enjoy this for what it is. The phone lines are open. Moneyliners, what's going on? Good morning to you. How are your bets looking? If you have some already, which I'm sure you do because it's prop bet heaven. This is the week where you can bet on anything. Yeah, literally anything, anything, anything. Anything from the halftime props, and, and those were cool for a while, like the halftime, the the national anthem. Then they went a step further where you can start. I mean, the commercials, for example, what, what is it going to be, a Taco Bell or Intuit, uh, just uh, QuickBooks or whatever. It, it, so, for example, on that one, you're hearing both of them. Like, I started looking into it like an idiot. Like, all right, maybe there's an angle here. Uh, both, Neither of them would be into the fourth quarter. So now you start thinking – would QuickBooks go first in the, or or does Taco Bell go towards the end of it? So when everyone's drunk, they're like, "Hey, bro, let's go get some Taco Bell, man." Yeah. So I just just stupid things, man. That I can't. I find myself because the the spread four four and a half. It's been sitting there.
2: Yeah, it was. We we talked four and a half last week. It's a, about the same spot.
1: And you got the best of the number at four and a half, I believe you said. Yes, correct. Well, if
2: you like that side, yeah.
1: If you like the side of mattress mac
2: cool he doubled down did you see that
1: first it was four and a half million a little bit over four and a half million that was earlier in the week which he made in a louisiana casino they said and then i woke up a few days ago and i see at first it just read the headline biggest bet made in sports gambling history and i'm like okay who places weren't even put his name on it for for probably the first 30 minutes 45 minutes and i'm thinking it's got who is it who else would it be right? yeah. yeah and then all of a sudden it pops up it's him he added so mattress mac not only had that four and a half or four and a half yet he added five million on top so a total of nine and a half million a little bit over not on the points with the bangles but he's taking the money line that's
2: let me ask you this and this is uh Guys, if you don't know, if you're new to Moneyline, Jerry's our gambling expert, and I I like to run stuff past him. So, Jerry, you know I'm already in on the Bengals for plus four and a half. What do you think about the idea, if if you already have a bet with the points, what do you think about people that place a separate bet on Moneyline? Like, does that make sense to to drop a little, because you you do get better odds that way, right? Does it make sense to make two separate bets if you really like the Bengals? What's the philosophy
1: on that? The philosophy is just this. Turn up your radios. In the last 12 Super Bowls consecutive, <laughs> the spread hasn't even mattered.
2: Yeah, we talk.
1: Yeah. The spread hasn't even mattered. So what Josh says is true. If you're thinking that the Bengals, if you're thinking that Mattress Mac, then the, if the Bengals are going to cover that, the, then uh, the, it, the spread usually doesn't matter. If they're going get, to get, cover the four, they're going to win outright. Mm-hmm. The last 12 Super Bowls that's happened, you're like, well, what happened after that? 47-6-2. and two. Against the spread. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, again, 47-6-2. and two. The straight-up winner. So you don't even, it hasn't even mattered. And that's 12 in a row. The fa- last favorite not to cover were my Steelers against the Cardinals on that Antonio Holmes touchdown, yeah. which they ended up winning, but not covering. Mm. That's how far back you have to go. I mean, that's, that was, it. was that a Kurt Warner Cardinals team
2: with Larry Fitzgerald? Was
1: that, Ooh, <laughs> damn You make me feel old. Was that old. that long ago? Dang, you make me feel old. Remember, that was the touchdown at half, uh, ran back. Is that right? You're looking up who? The, yeah, the, I can't the, believe the, you're it was that. You're looking up long. the Cardinals? Yeah,
2: that was that long. Yeah, that's 2008,
1: when, 2009. Was, wow. Was Bolden on there? <laughs> Good point, man. I forgot about him. Remember Anquan Bowden? Cardinals, Anquan Bowden? It was like he lived two, two, three different lives. Yes. (laughs) It was that long. That's when Larry Fitz was in his prime. Who was the running back on that team? Oh, the Cardinals 2018 Cardinals was that Edron James or was it <laughs> <laughs> like how long ago was Ed, that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we just uh completely just dated it ourselves. Yeah, you it was a long time ago. You made me feel old as hell. Edron James,
2: I forgot. I mean, just
1: in my mind, I was like,
2: he was on the Cardinals, right? I don't Matt, know if it was that year, but he went there after the Colts.
1: Matt Leinert was the backup, Edron James, uh. Who else we have here? Larry Fitzgerald and Quan Bolden. Yep. (laughs) That's an old man. Let's move on. Gosh, my back just started hurting.
2: I'm going to start talking about the Tom Landry days here. (laughs) Either way, we have a big matchup today. Was it? There's a lot of Tim Hightower. (laughs) Tim Hightower. (laughs) Who?
1: Tim Hightower. His family's listening to Moneyline like... (laughs) Who? You I think I know Tim. that guy. Don't forget about Timmy Hightower. Don't forget about Elton Brown. We're just going to start naming guys like, oh, gosh, I forgot about him. Steve Breston. <laughs> yeah, that, that team made it, and they almost won that Super Bowl until they didn't. Yeah. And Big Ben, Antonio Holmes, and the rest is history on the heels of a, oh, let me call it on the tips of a tippy toe.
2: Yeah, and that was a hell of a catch by San Antonio
1: Holmes. One of the greatest yeah. catches ever. One of the it has to be the way that went down, the way the play right before halftime, the run back for the touchdown. Just so many angles to that game that well, just I, I had I had the Steelers and didn't oh, yeah, cover
2: had the James Harrison play. Yeah, yeah. remember that right yeah. before
1: he should have fell down on the on, yeah. on the sideline a few times. I mean, the longest return in Super Bowl history. Hopefully, we get a game like that today because that was a fantastic game. Oh, a fantastic game, and that's what you ask yourself. All right, let's start right there. What side do you want to be on? And I'm not going to get too too, uh, too far in depth. We're about to hit commercial here. But start asking yourself right now. We know that this is the Super Bowl. And this is where the event that gets the most novice bets. Anybody yeah. of everybody, even people that don't gamble, have some kind of bets today. Whether it's Your a, grandmama got bets on this Grandmama <laughs> got some squares today. <laughs> yep. You better be sure that grand, grandmommy got a grand, granddaddy got G- three G- zero. 0 G- <laughs> Yeah, grand-grand-grand got 2-1. <laughs> You know, and your aunt and your aunt Sally has got three five, and she's hoping for a Miss goal or a safety, <laughs> a Miss extra points, what she's hoping for. Everyone has got a piece of this, so we're gonna get into what side do you want to be on? Do you want to be on the side of the big bets where Mattress Mac is and the public? And I'm gonna tell you where the public money has been landing all week, and where the books are getting nervous in Vegas. And on that note, nervous books. That's something that you're never going to have at MyBookie.ag. You don't have to get nervous when you gamble with them. Why? Because they give you the best customer service in the industry. They give you the best bonuses. So leave the nervous out. That's, I'm talking to a person that never gambled. They say, man, I just want to dip my toes in a little bit, but I don't understand all this ATS stuff you say, Jerry, and all this. Uh, I just want to get on there and dip my toes in. Okay, we'll go to MyBookie.ag, use promo code BET975, and no better day than to take the free money on the big game. They're also giving out all types of bonuses throughout the week. They're giving you stuff throughout your email. Sometimes on birthdays, they gave me a birthday bet one time. It was a free twenty five dollar bet. I put that twenty five on something, then I ran it up to thirty seven, and then I put that thirty seven on a seven way. Remember Josh? And I hit a thousand dollar parlay last year. Yep, a thousand dollar parlay off a birthday twenty five dollar free bet, and you get that at mybookie.ag. You know what these other books do on on your on your birthday? They tell you to refill your account. They call you asking to refill your account. You don't get that at mybookie.ag. And no bigger day than today, Super Bowl Sunday, mybookie.ag, promo code BET
0: 97.5. ESPN 9999975 nine, You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. You know
1: what time it is. It's a Sunday morning, and we're bringing you all the best hits. You know our rejoins are going to bring the fire, and that's what we brought you this morning. A little bit of crucial conflict if you're a 90s kid. This brings you back to a time in your life where... Who knows what you were doing? Who knows? You tell us. 713-780-3776. Hit us on the text line. Hit us on Twitch. Whatever it is that you have in your gambling heart. Asymmetric wrist. Thanks for checking in. Seamont's evil hojo. Seamont says he needs to look at my bookie. His birthday's tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Look, look for that email and happy birthday. Happy birthday, Seamont's much beloved. Much we love the Money Liner shows up to our, our live shows all the time. Yep. Uh We love you, man. Thanks. Thanks for always checking us out. Happy birthday to you. Dr. Dre, y'all don't know about that crucial conflict. You see? You see, Dre? We're trying to bring you back. I'm trying to bring it to where you hear songs when you come back. Or when we or today, we're even going to use them going to break. That's what kind of show we're trying to have today. We're trying to turn it up. We're trying to get you in the mood. Because there's a little gap between the time that we leave here in the time that the game starts and yep. some of the uh, of us degenerates call that pregame yes what kind of pregames do you have today i know you usually do the jello shots are y'all they
2: the, are in the fridge as you yep
1: evil hojo's in the house yep. evo Eva hojo what kind of uh jello shots you got out there going because y'all do them like on do y'all do like props or something right or how we, do y'all yeah do
2: yeah before the game you know we get out you know just do all the. Just pick a bunch of different props, and we take different sides of them. So somebody has to be penalized or rewarded with the with the Jello shot, depending I on lose. how you look at it. Yeah, and we uh, this year we did a little different. Most of them are vodka, but we made a few with Everclear. And we labeled those. So, oh, I thought you yeah. made it like a like a like a
1: like you don't even know.
2: Yeah, we, we, we didn't do it like because that that could get a little scary. Everclear, <laughs> yeah. So a few of them are the Everclear ones, and of course we did orange for the Bengals, we did blue for the Rams, and so yeah, we'll, we'll we pick about ten different prop bets, take different sides, and throughout the game we've always got something on the line.
1: You remember growing up when somebody would mention Everclear, it'd be like, yeah, like the the room got quiet. Mm-hmm. It was like Everclear. It's like. He said Everclear? Mm-hmm. Did he say Antichrist or Everclear? Said, it's the same thing. Same th- and you have
2: to listen to Everclear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <Pa-da-pa>. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's get a little bit more into this game. I asked you, where do we want to be? Do we want to follow the money? Do we want to follow the big bets? This is why I see this because it's confusing to me. I use a lot of, of different odd boards that I pay for odds. They tell me where the money's coming in, and it tells me uh, according to different books. Well, this one, for example, it's one of the bigger ones. It tells me that a ton of money's coming in, 74% of the money on the Rams, 58% of the bets, tickets on Rams as well. So money, tickets on Rams. Everyone you see on TV, I'm seeing Rams, but from a lot of the books I, I follow, Derek Stevens, for example, the uh, the Circa, uh, the D downtown, pretty much everything downtown Vegas. They're begging for Rams money right now. They said thir- as of Thursday and Friday, they said they had to drop the line to three and a half for a second, hoping that the Rams money came in because they had none. It was all Bengals money. Mm-hmm. And then whenever Mattress Mack places that on Caesars, all of a sudden, let's call that, The scale, the Libra scale, the Libra scale is like this right now on on Bengals' money. So they drop it to three and a half, hoping that people from California driving over to Vegas come Friday afternoon are going to sit there and get there and say, oh, man, Rams minus three and a half. This is my chance. Yep,
2: that's my window.
1: (laughs) That's where we're at right now, that they're begging for uh, for Rams' money. Does that make you feel good or bad? Does that make you feel – do you want to be on the side with Vegas right now do you want to be if, if Vegas drops it to three and a half they're nervous yeah
2: and I can tell you right now I'm on my bookie right now on my bookie it's at four and a half
1: see Still, it's all about yeah. shopping it's all about shopping the best odds four and a half if you it just by going over there Caesars DraftKings four House, four my bookie four and a half four and a
2: half and, yeah and that's where I got it last week you know, uh, Anita Marks was on with John and Lance the the morning show on ESPN ninety seven five this week, and uh, you know she does an ESPN show, you know, a gambling show, and I th- I thought she had some some interesting thoughts on it. One of the bets that she had, which was really surprising to me, was you can bet that the Bengals get more sacks than the Rams, and you can get that somewhere around like plus three hundred because. That's the big narrative of this game, right, is after the the Titans game when Burrow got sacked, what was it, like nine times or something like that? Nine times. Everybody assumes that that's going to be the case for this game. But she made an interesting point that after that Titans game, the Bengals, they they changed the way they're pass-blocking for Joe Burrow, and they're protecting him more. They're leaving tight ends more, you know, chipping to protect him. Samaje Pirine is getting, like, 90% of the third down work now over Joe Mixon because he's a better pass blocker. So she thinks, you know, if you want it, kind of a wild bet, you know, it's like plus 300, plus 325, something like that, you can bet that the Bengals end up with more sacks than the Rams, which I think is kind of interesting.
1: It's It's interesting for sure. Makes me wonder, because that is the narrative. Yes. Okay, everyone that's going to give you a handicap this week is going to tell you can the Bengals stop that pass rush? That's where it starts. Yep. Can they what can the Bengals do to stop it? What do you think the Bengals? Let's talk right there because we have a long show. We got to give you we're going to give you both angles. What do the Bengals have to do to have success in your opinion to be able to move the ball and to be able to not fall victim to to getting behind the chains, taking sacks. What do you think is the number one, number two, three, whatever you think? How do you think they should approach this if you were coaching it?
2: Yeah, I, I think you do need the tight ends to chip, you know, get, give you a little little extra time. It makes sense to keep Samaje Ryan in there because he's a better blocker. And the other thing that Anita brought up is they're not doing empty sets like they used to be doing. You know, like somebody is back there if Burrow needs them, you know, to to help pass block a little bit. So instead of the empty sets, they're doing less of that. And I think that's smart. And I also think that's an interesting bet for Samaj P. Ryan because I believe his over-under for receptions is one and a half. And if he's in on third down like 90% of the time... That wouldn't surprise me at all if he caught two balls and you hit the over on his reception total. So I I think that's an interesting bet as well. But, yeah, they they have to give him a little extra time. So I think the tight ends are going to be chipping, giving him a little more time. I think that's the
1: way they have to approach it. I think they're going to have to use many things because if you look at – they're going to need to approach it with where they're keeping running backs for the chip, the tight end to help, whatever the case is, they're going to need time. Because if you look at how their line grades out, they're terrible. Mm-hmm. That line is terrible. They're and the bottom five in sack rate, hits allowed. Bottom three. Then you look on the other side. You got the number one team in sack rate. So how can the Bengals nullify that? How can they get on even terms? And it's getting the ball out quick. And we use that. A few weeks ago, with that same thought of get the ball out quick, more in the Titans game, I think, and we were all over the mixing props. Do you think that over three and a half is money in the mm-hmm. bank to mix in three and a half dump offs? That that pressure's coming. How do you keep? How do you keep the pressure honest? How do you keep linemen honest where they can't just bum rush you and and they're just. You have to make them believe. Hey, if you, we're gonna let you through. Sometimes, go ahead, let them through, and we'll dump it over the top. And now, now, what are you gonna do with Joe mixing in the open field? Screen
2: game that makes a that's lot of sense. Yeah. That's how you keep them on.
1: that's how you keep them honest. Because once you do get it to work one time, that defensive lineman he's coming at you, and then he's looking. As soon as you go, he's trying to he's trying to step back one step so he doesn't get burnt. He, it's on his mind now. As soon as it works one time, is that the way? We're hearing the chase versus Ramsey. Okay, but what happens at the other spots? Because I'm not saying that, that that Ramsey will or will not shadow, and if he does or does not, I'm not saying that it will work. But if he does that, that opens up everything for Higgins.
2: Everybody's on Higgins this week.
1: And that the lines have caught up to it. I was going to try to get on to him. Now you got him at five and a half or six receptions. But truth is that Higgins... Is going to be about six inches taller than Darius Williams. When you look at, look how bad the Rams defensive backs are. Outside of Ramsey, he was graded first out of 118. Okay. That's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. The next defensive back is a safety. He was graded 64th out of 95. Then the other safety was 65th. Then it goes down to quarterback David Long, cornerback David Long, 68th. And then Darius Williams, which is going to be on Higgins, he's the worst rated out of all of them, 80th out of 118 cornerbacks.
2: But we're assuming that. Because there is a a world where they could put Ramsey on Higgins and then double Chase. You know what I mean? Like Sometimes that's the approach. So we're assuming that Ramsey is going to be on Chase. But
1: we don't know that. How much... Will he chase him? If you were coached, you start right off the top with Ramsey on him, or do you say, "Man, let's wait till we get into the red zone," or do you say, "Let's wait till we have a, a trouble with it"? How do you approach this, knowing that Burrow? You think that Burrow doesn't know what what's going on here? Yep. You think that Burrow doesn't know that? So check this out. The way that the Rams line up on defense. With Jalen Ramsey, he split it basically evenly: three hundred and fifty snaps to the right corner, three hundred and thirty-nine sl- uh, to the slot, and three thirty-five to the left corner. During the post the postseason chase, he's gone for seventeen in the in the slot. Now they run him twenty-four percent in the slot. Mm-hmm. Is that how they go as far as hiding Chase today?
2: But we know Ramsey will go in the slot. Are you really hiding him?
1: So in that, And that's where we start. So do you think that Ramsey's built, now we're just talking about on on the way he's built, is he built to stop a guy like, like Chase, a guy that can get in and out, a guy that we see Chase, if you throw Chase the ball real quick, he could take a screen to the house. Is it a, a matter of, man, do you even want Ramsey doing that? Because if that's the case, then Higgins is going to eat. If that's the case, Or what do you do? That's that's everyone knows that it's going to be chase and Ramsey at some point. But at what point if you're the Rams, you say, man, let's see how our pass rush gets there. That's another aspect. The Rams, you can't bring a blitz with extra men against Burrow. He's he'll dice you. He's, he's awesome against extra men blitz. He reads it quick and he knows where to get it. He knows where his read is, but can the rams get enough pressure with those front four to where they can drop guys back and then they can play you know now they have options is that the other way cover 3 or cover 4 has been thrown into this a lot the rams the most common defensive alignment is cover 3 when the rams differ the most is they run cover 4 20% of the time right no team used cover 4 more than the rams this season When you look at Burrow, he has success against cover three, second more Like, that's where he, cover three, he dices everyone. But against cover four, he's pretty bad. He's a bottom 10 quarterback. Mm. Just just things. So, both of these schemes are built to leave that middle (laughs) open, though. And that's where Higgins comes into play.
2: And Boyd as well.
1: Both of them. Yep. It, It seems like, man, it seems like seems like I've seen this movie. Everyone goes Higgins and then Boyd out of nowhere comes out and throws up two touchdowns. he's a good player. It could very well be Higgins or Boyd. We're trying to break it down to you from another level because by now you've been hit over the head all week long as, you know, can the blitz get there? Where and Donald do this? Yeah, we know all that. But now we're talking about schemes. Where does Jalen Ramsey? Like anyone could tell you, many shadows or not. We just told you 350, 339 and 335 across the field. That's pretty even. Does that change today? Would you change it? I'll tell you what you don't change is the dial. Don't change that twitch. This is Moneyline on ESPN
0: 97.5. ESPN 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. You
1: know what he said. It's Jerry Bow, It's Josh Jordan. It's a Sunday morning. It's Moneyline, a Super Bowl Sunday. We're trying to get you hyped. Shout out to everyone hanging out on Twitch. Dr. Dre's in the house. Gotta Grimes in the house. Texas Trojan, the general. If you're now... Hanging out on twitch.tv backslash ESPN 975. I don't know what you're doing with your morning. It's a chance to get into the community. The Money Lines, they, they built it. We just put it up. They built it. You can go ahead and list your bets, your crazy bets, and see what the Money Liners think as well. And if you don't want to do that, you can call in. And right now, we got a caller, Robert. He wants to talk about the Super Bowl spread. What's going on, Robert? You're on Money Line. Hey, fellas. Uh, I just wanted y'all's uh, opinion on, on what I'm thinking about this game. Uh, we all know that the Super Bowl is the biggest uh, bet on game uh, out the whole year, and I know that the line, uh, the books are making this line spot on as possible. And um, in my mind, man, plus one seventy for the Bengals, our team that's been hot uh, the previous game they beat Kansas City. You know, the public automatically. If, I, if I'm just an average Joe, I'm gonna be like, man, I'm gonna take the plus four and a half. You know, that's a, that's a good bet. Give me four and a half. Every game they played is close. So in my mind, I was like, man, I don't think the books are willing to to lose that much, man. And a lot of people are betting the money line and and the points, everybody I talk to. So I just want to see what y'all think about that. Thanks for the call, Robert. Um, He makes a great point. Let, Let me ask you, okay, let's start there. Guy gets to Vegas this week or person, you know, opens up the game. Let's just talk novice fan first, not even just talk diehard. Let's just talk person that likes Super Bowl, probably hasn't kept up with the uh, or likes football, probably hasn't kept up with the season every single week, but they like the f- football, and now all of a sudden they go to bet this game. They're going to a Super Bowl party. They're bringing the cheese dip, and they're like, you let me dip my, my my chips into something as far as gambling. Who do you think that Joe Schmo bets on?
2: Our caller brings up a good point, that a lot of people like the points. But, I mean, Joe... Joe, average football fan, usually likes the favorite, right? Isn't that how that usually works, Jerry?
1: That's usually – okay, so you meant great point. Okay, let's open up a few windows to this. Usually Joe Schmo likes favorite, but usually Joe Schmo also likes – have you ever told somebody about betting, and when you try to explain it to them, then you say, okay, man, if the Patriots played the Texans, for example, I've used this so many times, I said, everyone knows the Patriots are supposed to win that game. So let's say that the Patriots, you have to throw three hundred and fifty to win a hundred. And they, they look at you like, huh? Or I said, or you can give up the points minus seven. So they have to win by more than seven. And they're like, Well, what's my other option? I'm like, well, you can take the Texans, they could lose by seven, or if you put a hundred on the Texans, that pays you like two hundred eighty eight. They always look at you and they're like, Man, I like that two hundred eighty-eight. So using that dot here. Usually, I think they go for the favorites, but maybe on the Super Bowl, they go and they're thinking, man, it's one game, one, one team against one team, right? One game. This team's just pretty much as hot. They're the favorites. Joe Burrow or, you know, not the favorites, but they're the darlings right now. Joe Burrows is under the spotlight. You know what? Let me go ahead and try to win more than a hundred on this. How much do I have to throw on the Rams? And then they're like, well, you have to throw 200 to win 100. So maybe it's, it's, what do you think, Sean? What do you think, regular guy that walks into a sports book or someone that just opened up on a, a MyBookie account using promo code BET97.5, they just opened it up. They're looking at the screen right now. They're like, what the hell do I do? What do you think they're going to do? I think I think they go
2: Bengals because it's just not a favorite underdog thing. It's I keep seeing this Joe Burrow all over the place. And this Joe, he's a Superman at this point. Uh, he's a superhero. He can do anything. So I, they probably look at it as wait, Joe burrow's an underdog by more than a field goal. Give me Joe Burrow. That's how I would think Joe Six Pack fan would uh look at that. That's interesting because well, I mean, let's be honest. The, the Bengals have some stink on them, right? When's the last time you know people are joking like the Bengals are in the Super Bowl? You know, just, like there's just some think of about that, what right? you said though, yeah. Like,
1: the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Like, just think about that. I'm yeah. not sure if we'll ever say that. You've seen the fans, like the older fans, have you seen the video circulating? I feel for the, like. I feel them in the chest. Like, their look is, you've seen other people, like when they go to the Super Bowl, other teams and they're all going crazy. These fans, go right now just to get you in the Super Bowl mood. Go to Twitter, go to social media and type in Cincinnati Bengals fans reaction after the Chiefs game. There's compilations. And all of them are looking around, like, at their wives, like, like the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Like, like the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. I watched when like, yeah. and he's just on the ground, an old man, and his family is just, like, looking at him. And he just, like, he's like he melts into the ground. He's slowly, <laughs> like, he's on a recliner. He just slowly, like, the Bengals are going. I'm like, where is he going? And finally, he's on his back, and he starts just shaking. He's like, the Bengals. I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on? The Bengals, you got—
2: that's like the Texans being in the Super they, Bowl. You know, I
1: mean, it's ridiculous. They were one hundred and fifty to one yeah. at one point. Like, they were just as far as odds. They were the same odds as the uh, as the Jacksonville Jaguars. Think about that preseason. Think about that. Wasn't Boomer Esiason the quarterback the last time they were in
2: the Super Bowl? Boomer. <laughs> think how long ago that was. Was it Icky? I uh, Think how long ago that. I think that's part of this, right? Has Joe Burrow? eclipsed that stink of the Bengals to where to Sean's point where people are just Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, or are people still like it's the Bengals? How the hell are they going to win?
1: He has people believing. Yeah. When you have a kicker that that has you that has you believing as well. You have a a tandem two young guys that are showing you that this is like Mahomes. This is like Mahomes on that one run where they were, they were down 10 points multiple times, and they're just like, just think about the Titans game. Whenever the Titans came out, and then you saw Derrick Henry come out with his chain, and everyone was jumping, you know, you felt a little bit of a certain weight. You're like, damn. These, and then the Titans came out there, and they started hitting them, and they went up yep. double digits. You thought this is one score from being cooked, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't. Chiefs. You see Mahomes and he's over here going one way and he turns the other way and he throws a duck to Kelsey and Kelsey catches it and Kelsey's dancing with his friends. Kelsey's doing all this. Jackson Mahomes is in the press box tick-tocking his ass. Tick-tock until he wasn't. You can never count out those Bengals. And here's the thing that when
2: people are like, it's the Bengals, they don't have a chance. Think about this. The Bengals have beat the Chiefs twice and the number one seed Titans – In the last month. In the last month, they beat the Chiefs twice, and they beat the Titans, the number one seed. So I'm I'm just putting that out there.
1: Crucial. They're not to be played with. On the other end, though, you look at their strength of schedule throughout the year, and they had a bottom three strength of schedule. They only played, I believe, five playoff teams or something to that extent. You look at the Rams, they went through a murderous row. Mm -hmm. And there was somewhere throughout that Rams season that you thought, if they don't pick it up here, then when? Let's think about when Matt Stafford was throwing pick sixes on national TV. He thought, man, that team doesn't have it. They just, that team doesn't have it. Matt Stafford, and look where we are now thinking, this is the way it was supposed to be almost. You think to yourself, what other outcomes did you have when this season started? And, and they started, and then they, and then they picked up Vaughn Miller, and then they picked up Odell Beckham. Like, what other outcomes did you expect? The Rams are where they're supposed to be. Now, can they close the deal? Does experience play anything into this coaching experience?
2: Uh,
1: Do you put any emphasis on that?
2: A little bit. I've been really impressed with the Bengals' ability to to make you know second half adjustments. That's been really good. And McVeigh, he's kind of crapped his pants with a lot of these decisions, and he's kind of gotten away with it
1: on that note just the prop as 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 Josh talks out loud and just I'm thinking out loud and, or inside my head and then I say it out loud anytime a prop comes along that I've run across for example that McVay he says he makes these bonehead decisions McVay uses more unnecessary timeouts than any other coach in the league 2.9 mm. <laughs> like it, it just his timeouts are unnecessary yeah okay so do you want to use a prop to where which coaches throws the challenge first or uses the timeout first. Mm-hmm. The timeout might be more in in trouble like because maybe the the Bengals don't get up to the line in time or something they call it timeout, but the challenge first, it seems like McVay, the coach that has more the most in and, and, and they rate them on ch- uh, uh, like challenge or uh, timeouts that shouldn't have been used at that spot. There's actually a, an advanced stat that gives you that and, 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 and challenges lost, for example, new coach here, lovey Smith, is the worst coach ever at challenging there he went one time for he was three for for six or nineteen at one point for challenges, three for nineteen, so when he challenges it's usually not good., Ooh. just the number on lovey Smith in challenges something you can look forward to <laughs> yeah, he is not good at that either Super Bowl experience. Coaches making their second Super Bowl appearance, McVay his second, after Mm -hmm. getting shellacked, shellacked, shut down, basically, by Bilicek. Going against coaches in their first debut, 7-2 and straight up. Mm -hmm. The last one, Andy Reid, over Kyle Shanahan. You can only find those two being Mike McCarthy and Mike Shanahan. That was Mike McCarthy against my Steelers. And then Shanahan, you have to go way back to uh, when he beat Mike Holmgren, and that was the those uh the uh mile house salute when that was going on. Um I either way, seven and two, does does, does experience maybe think uh, there's something to this?
2: there is. What worries me about the challenge prop is that could just be a a, a bad call by a ref, right? And then that gets the challenge flag out there. So that's the kind of fluky part of it that you have to deal with.
1: There's so much flukiness to yeah. those things that you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth the bang the buck? Do I bet instead of, you know, betting last thing you want to do is, is, is say, say you have 300 bucks today to bet. And then you go up there and you make $200 on, on, on the, your favorite bet, whether it's the bangles, the Rams, the over under, whatever it is. And then now the other hundred, you basically just screw it off. So then now you're dipping into, you know, that hard work. You're basically just burning it. So you want to make good bets that pay out a lot of, you know, those long shot bets, but at the same time, calculated. So, like to Josh's point, there's so much different ways that that can go with the timeout ones. There's so many ways. What if they line up late? What if, what if uh, the ref makes a bad call and they have to challenge, like we saw on the very first drive of the Chiefs game? Whatever the and you saw how the, it bit back the Chiefs. You saw. They called the very first drive. There was a first down run that, that they called short instead of calling the timeout right away. Andy Reid, or instead of challenging, he calls timeout then challenges. And then what happened right before half the Chiefs ran out of time and they didn't get the field go off. And when that happened and they went into that locker room, you went to go get your queso and your beer and you thought, man, can Joe Burrow come back right now? And the rest is history.
2: It swung the whole game. And, I mean, it can be those little small things.
1: That timeout was yeah,
2: everything. It changed everything, and it, it, it swung the momentum. So that's why you want to take advantage of these little things. And you know the best place to take advantage of these things,
1: right? My there. bookie. My hey,
2: bookie, guys. Why are you going to take a chance investing in the stock market when you can double your money today? At MyBookie.ag, guys. Get over there. MyBookie.ag. You're going to put in promo code BET975 and they will match your deposit. How awesome is that? Instead of betting on the game with your money, how about you bet on the game with MyBookie's money? That sounds pretty good, guys. Get over to MyBookie.ag, promo code BET975. Get your account started. Get some action on this game. You know Jerry's going to give you a 1,000 prop bets today. Make the game a little more exciting. Make it a little more fun by betting on it and my bookie guys and it's not just football you got basketball UFC eventually we think baseball is going to start happening you can bet on that there too anything you want mybookie.ag promo code bet 975 get your account started today get them to match that deposit bonus let's have some more money to bet on the game today guys I like the Bengals at plus 4.5, but I bet you Jerry's going to give you a pick later. Maybe he doesn't, so stick around. Listen to the show. Find out where Jerry ends up on this game, and get your action at mybookie.ag. Promo code BET975. Get that account started today. Make the game more interesting, more fun. You do it with MyBookie, guys. Remember, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. It's MyBookie.
1: This is Heisman Trophy winner Troy Smith.
0: Moneyline on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN
1: 92.5
0: live from the Veritex community bank studios. Here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan.
1: What's up, Moneyliners? What's up, gambling family? It's a Sunday morning. I hear there's a big game on the horizon. One where someone will put their name in the history books, whether it be Matt Stafford, And he keeps it their home at SoFi Stadium? Or is it Joe Burrow growing into what could be the second coming of, let's say, a Tom Brady story? The last time that you saw a team with 150 to one odds preseason or longer win a Super Bowl was that Buccaneers team that dethroned, ironically, the greatest show on turf, that Rams. Could this be the start of something or do we need to pump the brakes? Pump it, it, pump the jam.
2: It could, I mean, like I said in the last segment, they beat the Chiefs twice and the Titans in basically the last month. That's pretty good. I mean, we know how good the Chiefs are. They're going to be a favorite next year, you know, for for the Super Bowl. You know that'll be the case. So let me ask you about that. Super Bowl MVP odds. Do you like Stafford at plus 135? or borrow at plus 215 better out of those two options if you had to pick one.
1: All right, so let's talk about ways that you can bet the Rams without necessarily having to do the minus 191, uh, 200. In how many instances do you think, percentage-wise, do the Rams win but Stafford doesn't get MVP? Is it... In in seventy seven out of ten times that the Rams win at Stafford, maybe those other three, maybe one goes to Cup, maybe one goes to Cup, or two of those goes to Cup and one to Beckham, mm-hmm. or one of them goes to defensive player. In in what when what game script does Stafford not get it? Is it is it how Tom Brady had to throw it to Beckham in a low scoring game to where or to Elde, uh, Edelman and Edelman got the Super Bowl MVP? Yeah, In a low-scoring game, it had to be such a low-scoring game and everything play out, and then he had that touchdown at that moment to go not to a quarterback. It
2: happened twice. Deion Branch also.
1: Exactly. So you ask yourself, can that game script play to today, a low-scoring game to where whoever the last touchdown score might be it? Or do you say, no, Seven, maybe 80% of the time, So then say now you have that 300, you you deposited 150, my bookie gave you 150, you're feeling good about life right now. And now you say, okay, I want to bet this all on the Rams. Do you go up there and take maybe 150, 175 of it on the Rams? You start doing the math and you start saying, okay, if 70 or 80% of the time, this is the way I would do it. Um i would if this is the way you, if you 're going to bet rams if you 're thinking Rams and you have three hundred bucks for example, I would do about one seventy five I would try to take about seventy to eighty percent depending on how much the percentage is in your head that stafford wins m v p with the Rams winning I think seven out of eight uh, ten times eight is that about right yeah okay, so then I would put about seventy percent of that three hundred on ram 's money line, then I would break up that other into Stafford MVP
2: plus 135 on my bookie.
1: And then I would do about 10 to 12% on the other guys. With the other guys being one of them, Odell Beckham at around 27 to 29 to 1. And then I would throw it on one defensive player in case, it, for whatever reason. Like Aaron
2: Donald, he's at plus 900.
1: Exactly. So his, his juice went off, though. I think we missed uh, the, the, the train on that one because it was in the 20s at one point. But now Joe Schmo went there, and he's thinking, well, if it was a defensive player, it's got to be Donald. So maybe you go a little bit on Donald, but you miss your chance. Maybe you go a Floyd. Maybe you go a Miller. But you ask yourself, what does so Von Miller's been there, done that.
2: Yep, he's a plus twenty five hundred for Von He
1: Miller. had two and a half sacks and two forced fumbles in that game. Mm-hmm. Would that be enough to get it? So you start asking yourself, with that, so you, I would throw some on Cup for sure of that of the rest of that forty yep. percent, and then I would throw some on the long shots. But that's how I would line it up that's to how get you the do most. It? Yeah,
2: and Cups at plus six hundred. You know, what's kind of interesting. I'm looking at this here. Evan McPherson, Bengals kicker, at plus forty five hundred. That's interesting, right? Because so many of those For games, MVP, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So many of those games have come down to him.
1: I've seen it at a hundred to one right now. The places too. That's it's, it's all over the place. It's crazy. I saw one. Will he tie the game at any point on a field goal and then have the game winning field goal? Which that could all uh, very well be. See, and that's
2: that's a lot of the angle to this game. I want to get your thoughts on this. A lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people see this as a field goal-type game. The, the Rams kind of go up early, and then we know how good the Bengals are with the second-half you know, changes to their, their game plan. Bengals are really good in the third quarter. That's usually when they score the most of their points. So I could see this as a game where the, the Rams are kind of winning, And then the Bengals come out in the second half and start getting some mojo going. And then it comes down to being a field goal-type game. And with McPherson, he might be the best kicker in the league. And he's on the Bengals. And then you're getting plus four and a half if if you take Cincinnati in the points. So if you think this could be a field goal game, it's kind of hard not to take the points, right? But you have to think it's going to be a field goal-type game.
1: There goes one of the alarms go off. Josh says field goal so many times that I'm going to have to give you a field goal prop. I'm right there with Josh as far as there's – I think it is a lot of field goals in this game. I do believe that they will get sacked. I, I could see – I already thought the Bengals were good for at least one. I got a whole bunch of prop bets. Someone's asking where do I got my prop bets. There, uh, You can go to my site at Jerrybo uh, or JerryboSports.com. Bookmark I got that. Bookmark yeah. that, guys. JerryboSports.com. Go there right now. I actually dropped my biggest sell ever. I'm doing free trial or or first person trials thirty dollars a month and that's a dollar a day. Usually my months are 120 bucks. So if you want to get in on the Super Bowl, the Champions League, everything coming, I have a I have an extensive list of stuff that we're betting on the Super Bowl today. Jerry Bo Sports or hit me up on uh hit me up on Twitter and I'll get you set up. Or you can hit me up a uh, call the call the We Bet hotline two eight one five two two six three three six. You can also text that number. And I'll get you set up. Thirty bucks for a month. That's a dollar a day. If you're gambling out there and you can't afford a dollar a day, that's just for a little a little cheat sheet for you to wake up every day. You only spent a dollar, and you can say, "Man, what does he think?" Yeah, you spend guess. more on coffee than you do on that. Exactly. And usually it's 120. So if you're listening right now, go to Jerry JerryBoSports dot and you'll see it on there. Or you can hit me up on Twitter, and I'll get you set up. But when you get I love what you're saying. The field goals. I think McPherson is gonna. He's gonna already be good for one or two. I believe that the Bengals are gonna be driving at some point. They're gonna take a big sack and then they're gonna settle for a field goal. Yep. McPherson over one and a half field goals. This has to be a steal. Over one and a half field goals. Yeah.
2: Get in on that right now.
1: Longest field goal of the game, Rams or Bengals? I think it has to be Bengals. We saw Gay come up. Matt Gay's not that great. He came up eight yards short on a on a sub fifty yarder. You remember not long ago? That, yep. This the other game. He came up. You thought it was going in, and then it came up short. You even rewinded it. You look, you said, what the hell happened? He was short, and it wasn't even a 50-yarder. You're telling me that Money Mac, you're telling me that he's not going to hit a 50? The Bengals trust him right now. He's the reason that, one of the reasons they're here. He's He's been ice water in the veins. Bengals, longest field goal. Money Mac over one and a half field goals. That's two props we're going to get Boom. to. Hour two, one hour before we leave you in the hands of the pregame. The barbecue, your family needs to eat because you're not gonna do anything once the kick off goes. Moneyline ESPN975. Years of
0: research and innovation. Innovation Map is the new voice of innovation in Houston. Pretty cool, huh, Morty? Covering startups, tech, energy, health, social impact, and more. Visit InnovationMap.com today. Do it now! Do it! Do it! Do it now!